0: The next point we want to mention, the fourth virtue that we should hasten to do in th- these special days of Dhul-Hijjah is to engage in Tawbah or repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now we say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves for us to do good deeds during this time and the reciprocal or the, the the opposite of that is is correct as well. Allah and now, uh, for us to do wrong deeds. In a hadith the Prophet ﷺ mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets jealous. And he gets jealous when we violate the prohibitions that he has set for us. These the prohibitions of Allah are referred to as the maharim of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the special sanctuary of Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has certain sanctuary that we should not enter therein, we should not go there, we should not violate those precincts and the sanctuary of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are his prohibitions, his maharim and so if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibits us from doing something, we should not do it And just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved for us to do good deeds, He jealously guards His sanctuary. That He doesn't want His believers, His servants to encroach thereupon. In other words, we should not uh, commit prohibited actions. We should not do wrong things. We should not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why there is this, important necessity of engaging in tawbah for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance to turn back to allah and and that's the linguistic implication of the meaning of tawbah to return back to to turn back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because doing good deeds is the way we get closer to allah and disobeying allah is estrangement from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is to get away move away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we disobey allah and when we move away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we must of necessity run back rush back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the 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 exercise of tawbah, of repentance for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but tauba, this seeking of repentance this turning back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not empty words It's not empty words that we recite, Uh, just to say that we engage in tawbah, seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it is, it is a wholesome exercise that we turn back to Allah with our feelings, with our renewed uh, Iman and faith and belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with this attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with this sadness that we disobeyed Him, with, with this remorse, this feeling of remorse that we disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, that has to be there. There is no tawbah without remorse. We, ca- we cannot. Uh, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance if we don't feel sad that we've disobeyed him. If we don't have that sense of remorse that we've disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the importance of tawbah, to get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and the, the, this to, to aspire to this maqam of istighfar, to this station of, of forgiveness, of istighfar with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by seeking the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so these time these special days of the month of dhul hijjah are times for us to turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance in tawbah seeking the forgiveness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and we must remember that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us when we turn back to him and make tawbah to him and seek his forgiveness he loves us he doesn't hate us this is the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the prophet says kullu bani adam khata'un wa khayrul at that all the children of adam all of us are liable to make mistakes to commit wrong actions we may do that We may make these mistakes, we may commit acts of transgression against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, against the limits set by Allah, we may commit sins. But that's not the end of the world because the Prophet said the best of those who do wrong deeds are those who turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance, seeking the repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, seeking the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us when we turn back to Him. And these days are the best days to do this because these are the virtuous days. مَا مِنْ اَيَّامٍ الصَّالِحُ فِيهَا أَحَبُّ إِلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ And that we should be mindful of. The fifth virtue that we want to mention, that we should strive to do in these blessed days of the month of Dhul-Hijjah, it's Nawafil Salah. Nawafil Salah. We say Nawafil Salah or the optional Salah, not because it is more important than the Fard and Wajib Salah, but the assumption is that we must be doing our Fard Salah because this is compulsory. This is an obligation upon us that we are doing our five daily Fard Salah, that we are doing our Sunnah, Muakkadah, the confirmed Sunnah Salah. Uh, but in addition to all of that now in these days of the hijjah, to push yourselves a bit more to do extra rakat of nawafil salah of optional nafil salah to do as much of that as possible salah is the key to jannah the head of this matter is islam and its main column of support is salah. Yes, in the words of the Prophet Ali Salam. This salah is a noor for us. A noor, a light that shows us the way. It is our continuing and ongoing connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we need to nourish this relationship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with salah. We need to cultivate and enrich this relationship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with salah, to, to, to perform as much salah as we can, especially during these 10 days of the month of dhul Hijjah. The closest we can be to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala physically in this dunya, it's when we are in sajda, when we are prostrating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the closest position we can be in to, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya, in sajda. When we perform our salah and we make sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this period of time is a time for us to engage in much salah, in much uh, nafil prayer after we would have completed our fard and Wajib and Sunnah Salah to do as much nafil as we can do. And the, the examples of the great believers of Islam are amazing in, in their attachment to Salah. And so among the sahabas were those who would spend most of their night in prayer, praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their nafil Salah, in their Qiyam. Uh, following the example of the Prophet, والسلام, we have uh, the statement of uh, the noble companions among them, Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab, of them joining the Prophet in, in night prayer, and he would recite all of Surah al-Baqarah in one rakat of salah, and in some other narrations even more than that. This is the example set by the Prophet And then the Sahabas followed that example by spending much of their time in Nawafil Salah. And among the great Imams of this Ummah, they spent much of their time in Salah, in Nafil Salah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their night was spent in prayer. And the the amazing example of uh, the the great Imam of this Ummah, Imam Abu Hanifa radiallahu anhu, who would uh, pray Salatul Fajr with the same wudu he made for Salat al-Isha the night before. And so from Isha to Fajr, he didn't sleep because his, his wudu was not nullified. He spent that entire night in Qiyam for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for many years on end. In his manaqib, in his biography, it's mentioned that for 40 years, he continued this exercise consecutively. These are the great examples we have in this ummah. Countless examples of great believers and their attachment to salah. That after, they would not limit themselves to the five fard, daily salah, but they will go beyond that to fill their nights and to beautify and decorate their nights and to, to enliven their days with nafil salah for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala and these days the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah are the best of days for us to spend in nafil salah for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala